Podcast Network Asia. Welcome to Family is the Answer, an adoption and foster care podcast. I'm Krina Kunahensen, Managing Director for Rohe Foundation. Together with Podcast Network Asia, we're here to share resources to inform you and stories to inspire you about adoption and foster care. Hope you enjoy listening. I'm Krina, the Managing Director for Rohi Foundation, and if you've been following our content for a while, you'd know that one of the programs that we're proudest of and we're really grateful that we have the opportunity to be stewarding is our Pregnant Women in Crisis program. I guess it's not as straightforward to understand as adoption and foster care. Um, We can't stress enough how critical it is to take care of pregnant women who are at a point of crisis, who are facing difficulty and challenges in life, because ultimately what that does is that helps us mediate the needs of these moms so that these children don't end up orphaned, abandoned, or neglected. And so the Pregnant Women in Crisis program that we run is really an orphan prevention program. It is a family preservation program. And, you know, when we talk about addressing the orphan crisis, We can't just wait till they become orphaned, abandoned, or neglected. One of the things that we can do is we can actually help these pregnant moms so that the children get to stay with their mothers and that they don't get orphaned or abandoned in the first place. A lot of the times these mothers hear about us through our Facebook page, which we've set up and it's called Tulumke Nanai, um, which is the Tagalog phrase, which means help for moms. And... It's something that has been really successful at supporting moms online, whether it's financial support, whether it's information that they need on how they can best take care of themselves and how they can best take care of the children in their womb or make an adoption plan or explore their options for support when when they find they're in a difficult place. I'm really glad that today I'm not the only one who's going to be sharing about this program. Joining me is our Director for Family Services, Sam Kibot, who's not a stranger to the podcast. She is a registered social worker here in the Philippines, so she really does oversee the work that our Pregnant Women in Crisis program does. So really excited to have her. Sam, thanks for saying yes. Thank you, Fina. And I'm always happy to guest in this podcast. (laughs) You are not a guest. Um, (laughs) You are hardly a guest. Any opportunity for our listeners to be able to hear from you is a great one, and we don't want to miss that. So maybe just to start, since you oversee this program, we're wrapping up 2022 as we record this now. Um, how has the Pregnant Women in Crisis program been so far in 2022? This year, 2022, we have served uh, 35 mothers overall. But uh, in the five years the program has been going on, uh, we have helped a total of 74 mothers. So Wow. That's a <laughs> that's lot of a lot. mothers. But the work never ends. There are more women and more children to uh, serve, to help. I also do want to touch on some other numbers. You know, when you talk about pregnant women in crisis, they're at risk for a couple of things. And one of them is actually surrendering their child for adoption. As an organization, our stand is to keep the family together, right, for as long as we possibly can. But there are times when that's not how the story ends. 
Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about the ratios, like out of the 74 mothers that we help or, you know, the, those that have received full support this year, how often do they surrender their babies and how often do they decide to parent their children? All right. So out of the 74, we've had 14 mothers who explicitly told us that they want to surrender their children up for adoption or foster care. But through the counseling of our team, 14 mothers changed their mind. They've decided to parent their child. It's very inspiring to hear from these mothers. So from the from the point of crisis we're in, there's no other way for them to take care of the child. So they have decided out of love to surrender their child uh, temporarily or permanently. But I think just being there for them, providing support for them to get them through this crisis... Uh, just help them and uh, they'll be able to find the strength within them to take care of their children, to parent their child. I think about those 14 mothers who changed their mind, who initially came to us wanting to make an adoption plan and then eventually changed their mind. I think about the significance of that on the life of their children, you know. Um, they otherwise would have had to go into the big pool of children waiting to be adopted in the, in, in the Philippines. And so I think that's credit to your leadership, Sam, and the work that the Pregnant Women in Crisis program does. I think with that, Sam, I, I really want to take this chance to acknowledge the coordinator for our Pregnant Women in Crisis yes. program, Miss Norma Romero, who really works so closely with these Pregnant Women in Crisis. I think all 74 mothers, um, she probably knows them by name. Mm. Um, and she's deeply invested in their lives and the details, not just of their pregnancy, but the complexities of their needs as a family. Sometimes even the relational needs um, between the mother and the father of um, the babies that we're caring for. And she just gives so much of herself. So I think a lot of the success of the Pregnant Women in Crisis program is really because of um, Norma and the work that she's done around these moms. Yes, that's true. Like She really serves uh, wholeheartedly for this work. The heart that she has for uh, this advocacy, for this work is so unparalleled and I've never seen anyone like her serving this way. Yes, she's really an inspiration, not just to Hopefully all of you guys who are listening, but for us as a team, um, everybody is deeply inspired by the work that she does. So recently, the reason we're doing this podcast is we really wanted to give a report to the families and the partners who have supported us. I do need to mention the Consuelo Foundation because of the incredible support that they've provided in enabling us to run this program and to grow this program and reach so many mothers. We're so grateful for that. But one of the things we did this holiday season to celebrate Christmas was we actually gathered the moms, a lot of these women, in one venue for just a time of celebration and, and to get to meet them face to face. Because obviously during the pandemic, some of them were pregnant during the pandemic, gave birth during the pandemic, and we didn't get to connect with them personally. So... Sam, tell us about that day when, you know, you were able to gather everybody. What was the atmosphere like and, you know, what happened um, when you guys all got together? All right. So uh, as Karina described, so it's the first gathering we actually had in the past three years because of the pandemic restrictions. So we're really happy to be able to gather all these mothers to celebrate together. So we had 16 moms with uh, some of them with their husbands, with their partners, and most of them with their children. So we have lots of kids there. 
there's a lot of hope uh, in the atmosphere. So you see all of these women, these children who were in crisis. So by the time we met them months ago or years ago, uh, there are they are so different from how they were. So it's like meeting a completely new person. In this gathering, they've shared their experiences freely. And uh, I think it was not difficult for them to share because it's, I think it was an atmosphere wherein there's acceptance and then there's a common uh, experience between all of them. So they shared freely and I'm grateful for them to be able to ask help in that time of crisis. It's very hard to ask help uh, especially if you're in that kind of situation. And without them taking that step, uh, we don't know what will happen to them, their children. So I'm really happy that we have met them and we, we're seeing them now, these women, these children, all happy and healthy. It's really because of themselves that they're in this position right now. Hi, this is Roy Segalar from the Research Department at First Metro Securities and host of the Philippine Stock Market Weekly Podcast featuring timely and relevant discussions on the Philippine stock market and economy in the hope of providing investing and trading guidance to Filipinos. New episodes every Tuesday and as always, your future first. I think um, it's, it's great that you acknowledge the courage that it takes to reach out and ask us for help. I think it's incredibly humbling, but also, you know, the the kind of um, moms that we were able to gather that day, I think they really had a fighting spirit. You know, they wanted to be strong for their children and they wanted to help get their life back on track. What we wanted to do today is really give everybody the opportunity to hear a little bit from them. So maybe let's hear from Carla. Carla was actually a young mother who got pregnant as a teenager. It was unplanned. And she approached the Tudong K Nanay Facebook page for support. The amazing thing about Carla is that though she was young, she was courageous enough to say, I want to parent this child. And not only that, not only am I going to keep my child, but I'm also going to continue on with my education. And so we really want you to hear from Carla. I just Foundation. Kasi sa lahat ng tulong na binigay nila sa akin, sa lahat ng suporta, kay Ma'am Norma din po na naging guide or naging daan para ipaabot sa amin lahat ng kailangan namin. Ngayon na gumaan po yung testosin, lalo na po't nawala ng trabaho yung asawa. So yun, maraming salamat po. Ang gusto ko rin po sabihin sa mga kapwa ko, uh, teen mom na siguro na natatakot, huwag sila magpadala sa sinasabi ng tao kasi... Hindi naman sila yung nagdadala ng buhay mo, kundi ikaw. Hmm, hindi naman porque sinabi nila na teen mom ka is hindi mo kaya. Uh, ipakita na lang siguro natin na kaya natin, na mas maihigitan pa natin yung mga iniisip nila sa atin na hindi maganda. Sabi nga nila, pag binatok ng bato, batayin mo na lang din ang tinapay. <laughs> Yun lang, maraming salamat. Uh, pakatatag na lang din kayo sa mga single parent Yon, pakatatag lang, huwag kayong maniwala sa mga sinasabi ng iba. Bili- always believe in yourself. Yun lang po. Next up is Tina. So she is a solo parent. And uh, in that time of crisis where no support was given to her, uh, she considered giving up her child for illegal adoption through social media. So through Facebook, there are lots of Facebook groups who present themselves as a way to surrender children and adopt children. So this is completely unregulated by the government. 
And uh, the people who run these pages, they are completely anonymous. And uh, we suspect that they are traffickers or people who do not have the best interest of the child in mind. So we try to address this by providing a safe space for mothers to safely air out their uh, their difficulties and help them through their uh, choices. Ano solution ko nung nabuntis ako? Kasi wala siyang father. And then, samali ako sa group na yung illegal adopt. And then, sabi ko parang may mali. And then, nakita ko yung tulong kay nanay. And then, nag-message ako. And then, nakausap ko si Ma'am Norma. Thank you po. And then, kay Ma'am Sam. Thank you din po. Hindi sa Roy Foundation po kasi tinulungan po ako sa check-ups, vitamins, and then yung mga kailangan din po. Nung nanganak po ako, nag-isip ako mag-aral ulit. Then, nag-pray lang ako na sana maging successful yung pag-ihirap po sa pag-aral. And then, ayun, nakagraduate naman po ako. And then ngayon, senior high school po ako. And then ngayon, pinagpapatuloy ko pa rin. And then yung mga anak ko, Okay naman sila sa sitwasyon nila ngayon. Yung bunso ko is nagsuffer ako talaga ngayon din. Gusto ko makatapos para sa kanila. Para maganda magiging kalalabasan ang pinaghirapan ko. Para sa kanila. Yun po. Salamat po. Maraming salamat po sa lahat ng tumulang sa akin. Lalo na kay Ma'am Norma, kay Ma'am Sa, and then sa Rohe Foundation, and kay Tulong kay Nanay. Now we're actually going to get to hear from one of the partners of the Pregnant Women in Crisis who we supported. His name is Mark, and he was the husband and breadwinner of this family who lost his job in the middle of the pandemic. Now, you know, the pandemic was a hard time for many people, and Tulumke Nanai thankfully was able to help them in a very difficult time. And this is Mark's story. Wala akong malapitan. Nung tayo na po yun, nawalan po ng trabaho. Isa po si Ma'am Norma sa kinuntak namin. Reseta po ng gamot. Uh, ultrasound bill po ng hospital. Isa po siya sa tumulong sa amin. At nahirapan po nun yung si Angel. Kahit sobrang hira po, tinis ko. Dahil alam kong meron pong si Lord na nandyan po sa akin. At isa po doon rin si Roy Foundation at si Ma'am Norma na nakaantamay sa amin na isang chat ko lang po pag nagchat po siya kapag may confirmation na sa Roy Foundation binibigay niya po sa amin lahat at wala po akong masasabi kundi maraming salamat po sa bumubo ng Roy Foundation at lalo na po sa inyo magnorma dahil kayo po ang ginawang guide ni Lord para matulungan yung mga nangangailangan at yung kapos po Maraming maraming salamat po. So that was a handful of our beneficiaries sharing their stories. So there are a lot more stories that our beneficiaries have yet to tell. And uh, all of them are so inspiring. So without your support, uh, these families uh, won't be able to gather like this. Without your support, uh, these mothers, there's, uh, all of these children, uh, they won't be in this situation so your support really change really changes the lives of children of families of generations yeah well i couldn't agree more sam again on behalf of our team 
We want to just thank you for continuing to support this program, our Tulong Kay Nanay program. If you want to know more about Tulong Kay Nanay, you can obviously find us on Facebook. Um, and you know, please know that if you hear of vulnerable women or women who are in need, you can direct them to that Facebook page and we'll be able to serve them through that platform. Um, but also you can visit our website. I also encourage you to subscribe to our newsletter because these are just, you're hearing their voices. Um, you don't see any pictures and you don't get to hear about the celebration. But if you want to be up to date on what's happening within this program, the different stories, and you want more of this, I do encourage you to sign up for our newsletter. That's how we keep in touch with you. So we'll catch up with you guys again. We will see you at our next episode. was the Family is the Answer podcast by Rohe Foundation and powered by Podcast Network Asia. If you're interested to know more about adoption and foster care, visit our website at rohefoundation.org where you can find articles, videos, and other resources. You can also find us on social media. We're Rohe Foundation on Instagram and Facebook. Again, thanks for listening and I hope to catch you at our next episode. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.